0: I should probably press record. That might help. Pressing that big green button that's now red. Thank you for noticing that because I would have literally lost my shit if it was like 20, 30 minutes in and you're like, are are you recording?
1: Well, I didn't see. I usually can see the little numbers and I was like, I don't see any numbers. Like,
0: You can see that from that
1: angle? Yeah. Oh, wow.
0: Well, uh, 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 hello and welcome to episode 42 of Frightmares. We were unsure if we were going to do an episode, even though last week I said we're doing an episode. Uh, we kind of uh, what? Why is Pennywise moving? What what's happening? He's Zool's he's, he's doing the Harlem shit. Oh, it's Zool. Okay, I looked over and my Pennywise standee is shaking vigorously, and I'm like, that's that's no, I don't need to deal focus. with that right now. Focus, focus. Yes. So we weren't sure. Uh, I know we said we were going to do one last week, and then. Um, halfway through the week we were like this sucks quarantine's bullshit working from home is terrible and i was defeated today but i was like no no no. we have to do this we watched four movies in preparation for this we're doing the episode what are you googling what are you
1: doing focused
0: oh anyways i'm your host i'm your host my name is austin proctor and across the table is my other wonderful host her name is gabrielle platt proctor
1: Yeah, as soon as you get the paperwork, I'll change my name.
0: What's crazy is I had a dentist appointment last week. Well, I was supposed to. And I was going to go get the uh, marriage certificate that I uh, so haphazardly lost. And I was going to get it. And we were going to change the name. And then this fucking Florida starting to. By the way, we're recording this the day before I release it, which never happens. We usually record Saturday And then I post it Thursday at midnight or Friday at midnight. We're recording this on Thursday. Florida is fucking going into some lockdown mode. Um, I don't know what that means. I've tried Googling it. Apparently everything that is essential is staying open and everything that is not will be closed. There's no definite list that I can find, but state of panic and it shit's happening and it's hitting the fan and i said last week that we were going to do a sober show and here i am fucking drinking because i'm stressed out so it'll be she's she's sober she's good i'm i'm the one over here that's losing my mind because of work and quarantine and it's just going to be a fun time so
1: i've been filling my time with art projects so i've been very busy she's
0: been very busy she's been i'm p- putting in work
1: what three sculptures and um Five paintings in the last week. Go ahead and
0: at her at Illustrious Watson on TikTok. Illustrious. Illustrious.
1: Illustrious.
0: Illustrious. I forgot a syllable there. Uh, She's on Instagram. Well, you're not on Facebook. You got to get on Facebook, even though that's apparently where old people go, according to the younger demographic. I don't know. Um, Facebook. No, TikTok, Instagram. That's it. So hit her up there for whatever
1: hey i also have a perfectly good red bubble shop that is not under either that is things.
0: true shameless yeah. plug go check her out because she sells a lot of billy stickers and um billy
1: from saw billy
0: me. from saw and um
1: and shorty from killer clowns I, those are like, my two like, yeah. top items and that and personally I don't, I don't think they're my best pieces but they're,
0: they're, they're really good it's just funny that those are the two that are bought like the most it's kind of it's just like oh people really like that shit okay well, um, ah, oh God, quarantine—it's just got us in a weird state of mind over here.
1: Sorry, I was googling the two houses there that I wasn't familiar with, so I would know what they were referenced to, and now I get it.
0: Houses as a uh, we're talking. So, okay, before we dive into the movies, really bad with the cues this episode. I apologize. Before we dive into the four movies we watched this week, we're going to talk some more about HHN. I know it's been a thing that's happened like the past two or three episodes, but. We finally got our speculation map from the guys over at Horror Night Nightmares, and they do this every year. And I would say about, honestly, about eight out of the ten houses that, that they post are usually what's going to be there. I mean, it, you, it'll it usually change from, you know, they usually do one, two, three, or four speculation maps. Um, they change over time, but usually, I don't know. I, I, okay, maybe let's, let's say at least 50% will be there. And that, or, that are, are a thing. And it's pretty impressive. You know, they, they must have, they've got to have someone. Because there's no way you can just guess this every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they have to have someone that they know. Which, you know, whatever, that's fine. I mean, it kind of does take away some of the surprise when you see this speculation map. And then you get it like eight months later. You're like, Okay. I mean, I do like this, but also it kind of does take away from when they announce, like, let's say, you know, Beetlejuice for this year. When they announced Beetlejuice, i am be like, eh, well, I kind of saw that coming because of uh, the speculation map. So.
1: Yes, but the confirmation is nice because you're like, ah, that house I really wanted is real. Or, ah, that house I wasn't such a big fan of is something else. Thank God.
0: Well, no, no, no. And and like I really do appreciate this speculation map because it does start building the hype. It starts getting people excited or people really pissed off, which we will get to in a couple of houses because people are flipping their fucking shit over it, and I cannot wait to talk about there's how There's a
1: couple that people are upset over. There's of. two. There's, there's one that they're super upset over. There's
0: but. two specifically, and honestly, I'm excited for those more than anything that I've seen here. Um so we're going to get to that. So let's go ahead and talk about this map from Horror Night Nightmares. Now, this was put out uh, on March 30th uh, because I reposted it on all my social media platforms. So we're going to go around from the first soundstage all the way around the park to, oh, wow. Apparently, there's going to be nothing in Shrek Theater. Interesting. I did not notice that. There's nothing here for Shrek Theater. There's something over here. What the fuck is that? That's Rocky Horror. Pa- Wait, what? Hold up, hold up. What is that? What is that over here? This oh, is that. Hold
1: the, on. I'm looking. Okay, that's where the um.
0: That's where the parades come out. Yeah. So are they using? Are they using another parade? Oh, interesting. Are they using?
1: Maybe they're trying to space it out more because what number is that? Um, what number is this? No, I'm seeing what number.
0: J number. J is, is is we'll get there, but yeah. That's, but I'm
1: saying like maybe. Um, for a bigger space, because the um, Shrek, Shrek Soundstage is, is fairly small.
0: Well, it's small, and you don't really get very much of a good. Ex- okay, except for Krampus from t- uh, 2016. Krampus had a very good facade. It was snowy, and you had the house, and you had Krampus on top of the house. If I'm if I'm remembering correctly, so that was a good facade. But you but know,
1: like Killer Clowns was Killer... embarrassingly yeah, uh, mm-hmm. underwhelming as an entrance.
0: Their facade. You you know you walk through the little tent things with the dangling strings that changed every and week
1: slapped in the face with popcorn smell and not the good kind the kind that you're like
0: oh, oh, that smells
1: like some fake popcorn that's
0: some stale ass popcorn yeah. um so interesting all right well let's go ahead and start with the first one which and is we're
1: are we gonna talk about where they're gonna be
0: yeah so the first one is beetlejuice and that's gonna be where the shining and stranger oh no stranger things from 28 27. Shit, I'm already losing my mind. Shining was 27, Stranger Things was 28, yeah. So this is going to be where Stranger Things was.
1: And 29.
0: Oh my God, I'm losing my mind already. I can't remember. Whatever. No, no,
1: sorry, not 29, it's in the back. It's where the
0: Shining was, okay? If you remember Shining from 27, it's that first house you enter. What?
1: Shining, then Stranger Things, then Ghostbusters.
0: Then Ghostbusters, yes, okay, yeah. So it's going to be where that house is, right in front of Rip Ride Rocket with those back and forth. You know, fences or whatever the fuck you want to call them. So that's supposed to be Beetlejuice, and like, okay.
1: You know what? I'm okay with it because everybody's been talking about it for years. It's it's like 13 Ghosts. Like someone's gonna mention this is a house idea, and honestly, well, I get that the film is a um, comedy, and I guess you're you're gonna get the opportunity to see it now, so you know what the hell's going on.
0: Thank you for uh, throwing me, you know throwing me under the bus again, as you normally do. It's my it's um, my host right there
1: anyway uh there are a lot of really cool effects in the film um a lot of really cool scenes um i feel like it's going to be more like ghostbusters less scares more nostalgia um i mean they did have some scenes where you had to walk in the pitch black and that obviously made people jump because you're like where the fuck am i going but they they have some opportunity to do some really fun stuff with this and the set I, I don't doubt that if they do this, the sets are going to be insane. And I hope when we get to do our tour thing again, that we get to go inside this one.
0: Yeah, if it's here. Yeah. Hopefully. Because, yeah, you know, Ghostbusters last year was in, you know, I, th- I think it's um, Sound Studio. It's either 22 or 24. I can't remember. It's literally it's that first one right in front of Rip Ride Rocket. Um, and Ghostbusters was great. It had very epic sets. The sets were very detailed, and I really love Ghostbusters. Everyone was like, oh, it's not horror. Oh. And you know what? Fucking Beetlejuice technically isn't horror either. It's comedy before it's horror, okay? And honestly, according to IMDb, it's not even listed as a horror on IMDb. It is comedy fantasy, okay? And – sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Well, and –
1: um, Beetlejuice is someone that's, like, one of the, po- like, the most popular characters to go and find when you're at Universal. Like, people always want to go find him and talk to him, and you always hear, like... He's awesome. The- yeah, because he's fun, and, um, they, you know, you even hear the cast members, uh, shouting at him to get him to, like, go, oh, oh, don't say my name. And so I feel like maybe this is not only because they got, they, maybe they got the ability to actually do it, but because... There's the long history of him having the stage show, so that yeah. works with the universal history. Well, because he had a and show at
0: general I'm pretty sure. It was the Beetlejuice show. I no, thi- no,
1: that was literally just a show, a s- daily stage show. Th- no, no, show. I know.
0: I thought, I thought they showed it. At a, I don't know. I, c- I could be wrong. I'm but not, um, I'm And real. I
1: remember loving that show, because I remember seeing it.
0: Yeah, the show but, was great. Um,
1: and then they replaced it with some dumb shit. Um, Fast, uh, La- Fast and La- Furious. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, So, Beetlejuice is a fantastic pick because it's such a big nod to the history of Universal and his history with Universal.
0: Well, that's what killed me about Ghostbusters, because they have the same history there. You know, they have the fucking car. Oh, no, that's the Blues Brothers.
1: No, no, the Ghostbusters have their car. Do they? Yeah, they don't you don't see it like the blues brothers. Well, yeah, they? so
0: they even still have something that drives around and when they announced it last year, everyone flipped out. That's not fucking horror, blah blah blah. Okay, you know what? Technically Beetlejuice isn't really horror either. It is a comedy fantasy just like Ghostbusters. Go- Ghostbusters, according to IMDb, is an action, comedy, fantasy. So we heard no uprising over Beetlejuice whatsoever. But for some reason, Ghostbusters was like, "Fuck that! It's not horror. This is Halloween horror nights. It doesn't deserve to be here." And that that's baffled me. You know, like I don't, I just don't get the hate on Ghostbusters because that was such a fun house.
1: It was. And, uh, you know, there were only a couple moments. There were a couple times where you and I, like, we kept jumping at the same parts because we keep forgetting something was there. Um,
0: Fucking Gozer, man. He got me. All right?
1: I thought the Slimer was who scared you.
0: No, Gozer got me a couple times when I wasn't expecting it. I would be eyeing him down, and then he would just jump at me. i like, fuck, son of a bitch. But, yeah, this okay, the Slimer at the end...
1: Yeah, you I forget, (laughs) and then you're like, oh, fuck right Because it's
0: pitch black, and then he comes out all neon lit, and you're like, son of a bitch. So, yeah, Yeah. the Slimer, and then, you know, goes her. He would get me, man. He would fucking get me.
1: And that's the thing. Like, I understand that everybody wants Halloween Horror Nights to just be rivers of blood, and people's faces melting off, and horrific, but, you know... It's adapted. It's been around for 30 years. They're, they're going to adapt to the times, and they're going to adapt to what brings people in. And unfortunately, um, what was cool 30 years ago isn't as cool now, and they want to make sure they're staying relevant to a wider audience. So you're just going to have to live with not every house being... Um, you know, something that you have to go to therapy after being there after going through. So that's
0: why you go to local haunts. OK, exactly. HHN is good because it is going to have the best production and y- for the most part, you know, like best scares for them for the most part. You know, honest. obviously you want to go to a local haunt to see something you're never going to see anywhere else. Because it's something that has been done at that tiny little establishment by, you know, four little brainiacs that put this together or whatever. And you'll get blood. You'll get gore. You'll get great scares there. But you come to HHN for the atmosphere. You come there for the food, the drinks, and, you know, getting a good quality house. So when people are always naysaying what HHN creative, what the HHN creative team is doing, it, it really, like, puts a stick in my side. So- like, can you just shut the fuck up? And enjoy what they're putting out. Yeah, you might not like this house. You might not like that scare zone. Okay. Either don't go to them and stop bitching about it or just enjoy it. Just go have fun. I can't stand all the well, if I was on the creative team, I would do this. Well, you're not. So stop talking.
1: That's and and that's my approach to like going to things. Like, yes, you have an idea in your head of what you want it to be, and obviously everybody is entitled to their opinion. But remember, you're you're not only stating your opinion, but you're crapping on someone's work at the same time. Like these people didn't just go, mm, you know, it's really gonna piss some people off. This house, let's get it. Everybody on board? Yeah, let's piss some people off. No, they think what's gonna be really cool. What's something that we could build into a an interesting house? What what costumes could we do? What what scares could we get? They think about all of these houses, and. You have to trust that they're doing what they think will work best on every single decision they make. And it's like going to a movie. You don't like an actor in it or you don't like um, the setup in it. If you go in immediately deciding you're going to hate something before even knowing what you're going to get, you're going to have a terrible time. That's, That's why I always go into movies. Even though I'm like mildly suspicious I won't like it, I always go in clean slate, all right, show me what you got. And I always end up enjoying things way more that way because I'm not like dead set, well, this is going to be garbage. Like, even the one I know we're going to talk about in a few. I can't wait. That is the biggest biggest question mark. Is it real? (sighs) Are they going to do it? And how's it going to work? I still can see, Mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about it, I I can see the possibilities.
0: I can't wait to get to that one. Yeah. Honestly. And, And that's going off what you said is, yes, like, Everyone has their own ideas of what they want to see at HHN, but the problem is, is it's not always available. You have to understand that there are rights, there are licensing that you have to obtain before you can go and do something, especially on this scale. I could rip off Freddy in my backyard for a haunt if I wanted to and not give a fuck because... There's going to be limited people.
1: The neighbors might give a fuck. And
0: the neighbors <laughs> might give a fuck. But <laughs> I'm saying, like, when you're trying to do something on the scale of HHN, again, there are rights, licensing. And if you can't get enough that year to fill 10 houses like they're doing, you're, you're going to have to try and pull from any place you can to make it happen for everyone. And I really need everyone to just respect the decisions, decisions that they're doing because it's all if that's all they can do that year if that's all they can do you can't be mad at them because jason's rights have been locked up for god knows how long at this point and it's just not easy to always get the rights to be able to do something. So we're
1: all gonna have a fucking freak out when they get thirteen ghosts, but we have to wait till that day.
0: Whenever that happens, that I'm gonna That's gonna
1: be the house.
0: I'm gonna only do that house ever no. (laughs) Um but yeah, so let's keep going here. But just just know that like, you know, you can't always get everything you always want. Yes, I would love to have Myers, Jason and Freddie there like every fucking year. It's just it's unrealistic, although I will say This list does not have Myers on there, and that kind of scares me because he's been coming around every two years since 24, 24, 26, 28. So I'm really hoping that this is wrong and that there will be a Myers house because I'm kind of expecting it at this point.
1: There's a couple I'm suspicious on, so I wouldn't be surprised if one of them dipped out.
0: Okay. Well, going going to the next house where Yeti was from last year, we have Universal Monsters The Bride. Now I like this for the fact that what? But that's where Yeti was.
1: No. Oh yeah, you're yeah, right. You're yeah, right, sorry, yeah, sorry. B,
0: that's where Jimmy Yeah, Jimmy Fallon. Sorry, that's where Yeti that's was. Start to picture yeah, the I know. start. Cuz C and D, C was where us was and D was where Stranger We're Things get was. There, just All right, okay, okay, okay. So yes, we have Universal Monsters the Bride, speculation of course, nothing is, is set in stone, and I like this because of the fact that last year when they had the Universal Monsters Maze where they threw everyone together, I feel like they're taking the best part of the Universal Monster Maze from last year because the bride was my favorite part. She would pop out and literally scream, like blood-curdling scream in your face and then pop back into her little boo-hole. So I like this. I'm very excited to see if they actually come through and just do a bride house. That would be fucking awesome.
1: Yeah, um, we're going to have to watch that movie because I straight up only know, like, tiny scenes. Um I never once got that scare. The Yeah, I was always in front of it or behind it, but I never got it. So Oh wow, that's that's um, upsetting. Yeah. Now, Dracula's brides, however Scared the hell out of me. Um
0: Dracula's brides.
1: Yeah, the three vampire women. Those oh, the when you first when you first pop yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. even though I like literally making eye contact with me at them, they did that whole thing where they kinda lunge at you a little to like jump scare you and I'm like, Oh fuck every time. But um yeah, I do like that they're doing a female led one. Actually come to think of it, this is it's very
0: female led. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean there are a couple um Which,
0: fuck yeah, women empowerment. Let's do it. There I'm are a lot of
1: women themed houses in here. Um but I do think that uh this one could be fun. I don't have a whole lot of feeling on it though, because like I said, I haven't seen the movie, so I really don't know where where they'd go. Um they they'd have to bring um the monster in because he is part of the film.
0: Well, yeah. And I will say, I've seen Bride of Reanimator, and if it's anything like that. Goddamn. <laughs> No, I'm excited just because, like I said, uh, you know, I I love the brides from the maze last year. I think there was two, maybe three of them. And yes, I would like to watch the movie. That's actually a podcast episode we want to do called Bride of Movies, where we where we talk about four Bride of movies. So I think that would be very fun. And that's a that's a, I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's a that's a sound stage they would have that in. So Beetlejuice and Universal Monsters are going to be in sound stages as long as this is held true. You know, until we get the uh, official announcements moving on to the third one, which. OK. Bedtime stories. All right. So if if memory serves me right, we had. Goodness, what was it? It was scary tales. OK, so that's not the same thing. Never mind. Scary tales. So bedtime stories, I'm assuming. Is it the um, is it that one lady? The um, no, no, not not the icon.
1: Um. No, that's the storyteller.
0: Story. story t- well, uh, okay. Bedtime stories. Okay. No.
1: Yeah. No. Follow me on this one because um, I actually looked up another one of the houses that, and she's associated with that one.
0: With Dungeon of Terror. Hey, spoilers. Oh.
1: Yeah. No, because I googled it, and her face is literally on the poster.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, that's why. That's what I was doing. I was checking the ones I wasn't familiar with, and oh. it's kind of hard to Google. Bed- well, bed- I stories. mean,
0: I mean. But if you look at that script
1: on there it kind of looks old timey like maybe pilgrimy or something so maybe like old fables
0: well that's what I'm saying because we had scary tales which was you know like fairy tales gone wrong so bedtime stories I'm thinking like bedtime stories oh shit interesting yeah. See, that's why I googled it. Okay, um, um sorry, she was showing me something so yeah, bedtime stories, I'm thinking it's going to be very similar to scary tales, which is just like you know bedtime stories uh gone wrong, you know, like the horror versions of bedtime stories
1: yeah, um we'll we'll kind of have to see where that goes because there's really like we could start naming stories, but those could be. But probably ones we've already heard of, so we're gonna have to think of ones that we haven't heard of right. or they haven't done. So that one's gonna be a waiting game to see what happens when they reveal it.
0: And I will say, of the ten that we're gonna talk about, we have one, two, three, only four originals. I mean, Universal Monsters can be it's it IP original. That that's kinda hard to like the line is very
1: thin on that one. Yeah,
0: because While it is a universal property, it's also kind of an original. So, I don't know. So, we have one, two, like I said, four originals that I'm not really going to have much to say on. I mean, except for the next two, honestly. Okay. So, let's go to the next original, which Mm -hmm. is going to be Terra Croutons. Yes, croutons.
1: Terror croutons. It's a salad house.
0: Now, going back real quick, we have Beetlejuice, um, where uh, Ghostbusters was last year. We have Universal Monsters the Bride, where Yeti was. Bedtime Stories will be where Us was. And Terra Cruintus will be where Stranger Things was from last year. Now, I told you on the last episode... I know, you called this. The fucking Terra Queen is going to be back. She said... 15 years ago, I will be back in 15 years, or some iteration of that. So, like, I literally said on the last episode, she's going to get a house or a scare zone. And, and there you go. And here you go. Horror Night Nightmares has her having a fucking house, and that's a fucking soundstage. So, I if this happens, this is going to be an epic fucking house. Because I didn't go, obviously, when the Terra Queen was a first, when she was first a thing. So, I'm very excited to come back and see her, because... I heard epic things about her, you know, her what she had. She had a scare zone where she was out in the streets like doing so, a f-
1: um the basic thing it says is she ruled over the Terra Cruntis, stalking the land of her um on her monstrous motorcycle and giving out commands to her black guards and fo- other followers.
0: I could have sworn she was the one that had the uh scare zone that she did a ritual of people that got pulled because it was deemed too bloody. I could be wrong.
1: Um keep or talking was that the
0: or was that the Bayou? There was there was one attraction in a scare zone where they literally had to pull the ritual that they did because it was deemed too bloody. Like I think it was there for the first couple of weeks. You know what? That might have been Bayou of Blood. I think that was Bayou of Blood back in 2004 or well, 2014. She
1: got sacrificed on the uh, last night of um, the event. So
0: yeah, because she'll be back. She'll be back in 15, 15 years. That's what she said. Yeah, that's what she said. Fucking terror Queen. That's what she said. Yeah, literally.
1: I, I'm literally looking at a picture of All her. All
0: right, well then, that's. I think. It, I think it was Bayou of Blood that they had to pull the. Uh, oh, excuse me, whatever they did from. So I'm excited for that because, like I said, I never saw that, and I'm I'm dying to see, her in a dude a fucking studio or not a studio. Excuse me. Soundstage. A soundstage house. Hell yeah, let's do this. Um, So that's the first four. Now, that is the front of the park. So you have A, B, C, and D all up in the front. And now we're going to go all the way to the back of the park where we had last year was House of Thousand Corpses. The year before that was, um, I think it was the Blumhouse mashup. And this house is going to piss everyone off. And honestly, It already has. I know. No, no, I know. I- I'm so excited, though. It's a Billy... Eyelash house, and I know I said that wrong. I always call her that, Billy. Billy, it's Billy Eilish. Apparently, she's gonna have a house this year. I see. According
1: everybody's to this, pissed off because they're like, "Oh, it's just because she's trendy," and blah blah blah. And yes, of course, it's because she's trendy. No shit. Stranger but also, Things was
0: trendy. That's why they had it there.
1: Yeah, and also. Who's the queen of creepy music right now? She's literally both trendy and creepy at the same time. She doesn't, she's got that I don't give a fuck attitude. And if you watch her videos, it's a lot of black liquid and spiders and stuff. So I could see where they could get the ideas from. Like I can see that they've got idea like a pool to work from for ideas. I just don't quite know how it's not going to just feel like a long Billie Eilish music video
0: i'm okay with it because can I am you too. can you imagine walking into okay now if you don't know what this song is fucking google it my strange addiction okay if you if, imagine walking into a house with that fucking music pumping like you are my strange addiction and it goes through and you're like okay this is cool it's starting out all nice and whatever and then you go into a room with like black lights and people are just like fucking ripping their faces i mean, dude it could be So much fun. And the fact that people are like, she doesn't fucking deserve to be there. Oh, Universal can do better. Listen. Listen.
1: No, no, no. I heard someone. You heard? No, I'm sorry. I (laughs) read someone's comment where they were like, yeah, this is why we think uh, we're thinking of canceling our plans. Like,
0: bye, Felicia. Yeah, goodbye. Uh, 300,000 other other people will take your place. They're not going to miss out on your $75. Like, Are people seriously considering canceling your entire trip based around one fucking house? You know there are nine other fucking houses that are going to be there, right?
1: Bet you they're baby boomers.
0: If you... I want to speak to your manager about this house. Listen, Karen, you can stop. Seriously, if something makes you that mad, where one house makes you want to reconsider your entire trip, I'm going to tell you something. HHN is not for you. If you are seriously going to do that based on one house, please don't ever come back. Because seriously, you could literally go to HHN and completely avoid that house like the fucking plague, and you would still have a fun time. But the fact that this is a this is a speculation map, and you're like, fuck that, I'm not booking my vacation. Go ahead and don't. Just don't even come, don't even bother. This is not what is for you. Just stay home.
1: There, go go find something local. <laughs> go find something support, else to do. Support someone that doesn't have the budget, and
0: we'll go ahead and just enjoy them for what they are. I will take your place. I will gladly go do that house more than anyone has ever done because everyone seems to hate it. Even like people are losing their fucking minds. Don't
1: be silly. You got a bunch of Gen Z kids who are gonna like make that storm yeah. <laughs> that house.
0: It's just so funny because. This was posted and you know it literally says right up at the top speculation map v1.0. They do this every year and people are losing their fucking minds like oh fuck Billy Eilish she doesn't deserve to be there. She's not whore, blah 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 blah. Okay. Well, th- again, this is a speculation map. So why don't you chill? Reel it back and once it actually gets announced, then go ahead and lose your mind. Then I'll be you know I'll be I'll I'll be receptive to you losing your mind because it's actually a thing. This is honestly, I really hope that they just put that on there just to fucking piss people off. No, yeah. I really hope they do.
1: I know you know what I really (laughs) hope. I really hope people remember that she's also was she fucking seventeen years old, and she has already won all the big Grammys. She's fucking done a James Bond song for a James Bond movie that's not coming out till November now. And she's fucking accomplished. She and her brother did their music. She it's, She's not yeah. like, and not that I don't love Britney Spears. Or Beyonce. Yeah. Or fucking, well, you know. Yeah, but she Brianna. she's not just like a pop star who was given songs. And then she did those songs. She made those songs. In fact, I think like last I read, she still lives with her fucking parents because she didn't really want to. She's still a teenager. And she's like, I don't need to move out on my own because I'm a Teenager. Yeah, I'm like, not
0: even legal age to drink yet. Yeah, Come like on. she's
1: she might be weird, but she's she's still a human being. And she she clearly like cares about being true to herself. And um, so that their, should speak volumes. Yeah, like it's not like she it's not like it's the Ariana Grande house. And I'm, I'm not saying that she hasn't done a bunch of her own shit, <laughs> but I'm saying it's not like they just picked a random pop icon and we're like, that's the house for us. She she has the creep factor there, right? Exactly. Maybe do a little digging, and you might see like where they got their idea from.
0: Like, cause I was I was totally against her for the longest time, and then I heard, cause you know, on the bed, like it's it's a cool song, you doo doo do, doo doo whatever. But Why then I heard
1: you, that was like a, like a recording. Da, 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 da. Wow, it's beautiful.
0: And then I heard My Strange Addiction. I was like, okay, this is a fucking awesome song because it incorporates the office. And then I heard other songs, and I was like, okay, like, it's catchy. Like, it's not, like, my favorite music, but it is catchy. And I would love to go into a house featuring whatever the fuck inside with her music just blasting through the speakers. I'm that, guessing Spider. She really likes Spider. That would be so much fun. Like, Billie, Billie Eilish's house has the, has the what-the-fuck factor. Like, what's going to be in that house? What am I going to expect? You know, you can expect something from Beetlejuice, from The Bride, from half of these fucking things you know what to expect. That house, you don't know what the fuck is going to be in there. You have no idea. So it's very exciting to just be like, what's going to be in this house? Let me go in. Oh, shit. This is great. And that'll be the best house. That'll be house of the year if it happens.
1: And also, she's a human being, so stop shitting all over her like she's not a human. Be easy. Like, at the end of the day, and this really just goes for everybody, remember that the people you're shit-talking are also human beings. It's okay to get upset at people sometimes, but remember that they are also dealing with their own shit and maybe your negativity is just hurting them, not helping.
0: Are you speaking to me right now for calling out all the fucking people who are bitching about stuff?
1: No, okay, I'm, good. I'm, <laughs> ju- I'm just speaking in general. I'm saying like, it's like when, um, people were coming down on uh, Millie Bobby Brown for like dressing too adult and you're like, She's dressing professionally because she wants to appear professional. Also, she's 16, so why don't you stop being creepy and weird? People and, like, have
0: to grow up at some point. They're not gonna be. She's not gonna be 11.
1: Well, no. From these the are,
0: from the first season forever. It was like I mean. people
1: were go- either going, she's dressing too old, or they were going, oh, you look like you're much older than you are. Don't be creepy. Remember that they're still human beings, and some of these big stars are children. And you should not be weird to them.
0: People like to be all up in other people's business when they don't have any right to be. Just let people live. Let people exist. Let people do what they want to do. Stop getting involved. Stop preaching on your social media platforms, even though it's kind of what I'm doing right <laughs> now. <laughs> Here I am preaching to you about not preaching to people. Regardless, let's go ahead and move on from Billie Eyelash, as I will always dub her. Um,
1: I'm going to do it. What? I'm going to do
0: it. Fucking, go ahead.
1: Well, because I I got the info.
0: Okay, so real quick recapping. Billy Eilish is supposed to be at the tent location of MIB where House of a Thousand Corpses was last year. Now, moving on to F on the map because, you know, it's labeled A through J for the houses. Going to F, where um, the underwater one was last year. Uh,
1: depths of Fear. Depths of Fear.
0: We have. Think of the
1: puns. We have. Dungeon of Terror. Bomb Bomb Bomb. Okay, so Dungeon of Terror, um, retold, was a house that was started in um, for the Sweet 16. And um, it was the original starting place of the storyteller.
0: Which I confused for bedtime stories because that sounded like something the storyteller would do. Didn't realize that Dungeon of Terror" started at all. So
1: Yeah, my would, apology, folks. From what I'm reading, uh, this would serve as the first icon house for the storyteller, as she really didn't have an icon house uh, the previous year. So this is where she, this isn't where she started as an icon, but this is where she got her own house.
0: Well, yeah, because all the icons usually start somewhere, but I didn't realize that Dungeon of Terror was the storyteller. So I'm getting a lot of um, old things coming back up for 30, which is fucking tight because I'm about that because I missed a lot of shit.
1: Well, we discussed, um, I I think I went, um, yeah, no, I definitely, that's probably the year I went uh, the first time was her year because I remember her. Because I had a substitute teacher that looked just like her, and that was upsetting.
0: With the glasses and the gray hair and the oldness, yeah, yeah. and
1: being a bitch. Um, well, what
0: can we expect from your reading uh, of the storyteller? Obviously, she's going to tell us some sort of story. Oh, story of other
1: than the name, the house would have almost nothing to do with previous Dungeon of Terror houses. So there are other ones. This is just where this is what pulled up for it. What
0: What are What are, What are you on? Uh, not dr- not drugs. What are you on on the internet? Sorry. Not uh, drugs or alcohol. Horror
1: Nights Wiki. Oh, yeah.
0: That's a pretty good place.
1: Yeah. That's where I look up all my TV shows so I can fin- find out who are in relationships wow. three seasons from now because I can't wait to find out.
0: Wow. Not kidding. Um, bum, bum, ba Or whatever.
1: Okay. So nothing to do with previous Dungeon of Terror houses as instead of focusing on actual dungeons with torture victims, the house would be a roadside attraction haunt. Where the storyteller's redneck family would kill visitors.
0: Ooh. What is that from? What do you mean? What are you reading from? What is th- is that? Is that a thing that already happened, or is that speculation?
1: No, that was that was the house in Sweet. Uh,
0: oh. Oh. God. Okay. All right.
1: Yep. Um. Let's see.
0: Yeah, I didn't start going until twenty four, so my H H N knowledge is it's not that great, unfortunately. Oh, and
1: it was the only house that was featured. Okay. Cool. I'm learning some more stuff really fast here. Okay, go. Uh, Dungeon of Terror was the only ha- haunted house featured during Fright Nights. Um, the house returned the next year for Halloween Horror Nights too. So apparently Wait, this is the- so
0: Dungeon of Terror has been around since literally it wasn't even called Halloween Horror Nights. It was there for the first year.
1: So this is the OG house.
0: Oh, shit.
1: This thing is probably going to make you piss your pants scary.
0: Wait, but but- but Storyteller is associated with this house still. So there's no
1: fucking telling what it's gonna be. Is it gonna be a callback to the original or is it gonna be call back to Sweet 16 with Storyteller? We have oh, no idea. Oh
0: my fuck. I'm so excited for this. Uh, um this Okay, I think I'm most excited for that house because um, of everything that I just learned now and the oh man. Man. To be fair,
1: it didn't occur to me that we could have googled that earlier until we were sitting here. So, <laughs> listen, we
0: didn't even know if we were doing a show until tonight. So, like the shows lately have been ill prepared because the Wait. world isn't the world is on fire right now, okay? So, we're we're very
1: realistically our jobs are hectic right now yeah. as is everybody's. No one knows what's going on and we're just doing our best to keep up.
0: Yeah, 2 days ago I worked 12 and a half hours, okay? So, I'm I'm not all here, and my research is not all here. Usually I would do some sort of research. I'm sorry. I'm failing everybody. But I am so fucking excited for that now. I'm going to oh call God.
1: that the house that's going to upset me the most. Yes.
0: Yes. Like Scarecrow from 2017.
1: The ah, one I went in
0: once. One time and never again. Okay. Let's go ahead and move on to the other house that is pissing everybody off online. And that is the the, the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Now, now, I don't understand. What?
1: I want to say some
0: more. Okay. Okay. Oh. No, I want to do the next one now. Okay, um, I'm not sure why this is causing an uproar in the H H N community online because, like, well, while I, underst- while I understand the Billy Eilish hate because she really isn't horror, uh, Sabrina, even though we haven't watched, I know we watched a few episodes and we need to get back on that.
1: That will be doing that show. Yeah,
0: next. Um, that is 100 percent horror. It involves like the devil and demons and like Witches. summoning things. So. Why are can like someone reach out to me on why you're mad? Just DM me.
1: Oh, I know why they're mad. Why? Because technically, it's a teen drama. So was
0: a, fucking Stranger. Oh, uh, okay.
1: Here's the thing. Oh.
0: God, people HHN associate got me fucking mad.
1: Um, people, and as far as I can tell, kind of draw a parallel between Sabrina and Riverdale, which. Riverdale, while being an amusing show, is a teen drama dumpster fire. Like, everything is ridiculous and outlandish, but people love Aww. it for that quality. Luke Perry. Shut up. Aww. Um, But Sabrina, basically, they Sabrina and Riverdale, those are in the same fucking universe. Those are the same universe. So people draw those parallels. So you've got Sabrina, which is way more creepy, but people think, who probably haven't seen it, just think of the bits that they know about that are all teen drama and aren't thinking about the creep factors that are 100% there. Now, obviously, they haven't gone full horror on this show, but they could easily do something very, very creepy and unsettling with this. And I I think it's got a lot of potential.
0: And that's where I... I'm confused because, like, again, I will reiterate, Billie Eilish, I get, and I I say her name different every time I say it, Billy Eilish, I get, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, I don't understand, it is creepy, it's dark, it's ominous, it would make a very good house if they do it correctly, which I know they fucking will, so... I'm excited for that house, just like I'm excited for Billy Ellis, just like I'm excited for everything else that's been mentioned, because I'm a true HHN fanatic. I will be behind every decision they make, because I know they're doing it to get, to get the best reception. They added Stranger Things to pull in an audience, and they did. They sold out in 27 and 28, no, no, 28 and 29. They sold out multiple nights, which... For me, going in 24, I can't remember that ever being a thing. Selling out all the times they did. So what they're doing is it's right for numbers. It might not be right for horror. I get that. But it's a money game. They have
1: to reach an audience.
0: They have to reach an audience. They have to make a good amount of profit. And they have to do something that's never been done before. They can't just keep doing horror and horror and horror. Yes, it's Halloween Horror Nights. I get that. But you do have to branch off. If you're into horror at all, you will know that the horror genre has a lot of veins that spread out from the central core of what is horror. You have horror com, you have so many different alleys you can go down with this. And I love what they're doing every year. Maybe it's because I've only been going for 6 years. Maybe it's because I haven't been going since fucking year 1 that I don't hate I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I am on board for every decision that they have just because this is in my backyard. And I can go to this two, three nights a week, and I can enjoy it for what it is. So, going back from what we have, we have Beetlejuice, Universal Monsters, The Bride, Bedtime Stories, Terra Cruentis, Billy Ellish, Dungeon of Terror, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and now going to the H House. I'm not gonna say it. Going to the H House, which will be where do, 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 last year. Oh, God, I'm looking at it in my head.
1: Universal Monsters.
0: Yes. So last year, where Universal Monsters was, we will have, according to this speculation map... The Haunting of Hill House.
1: And see, I'm excited for that because um, we've seen that they are very capable of doing a big ghost palooza thing with um, Graveyard Games because that was by far my favorite house last year. And... um, once again, and I will do this a lot, shout out to the scare actor who decided crawling on the floor was the best plan. Mm, mm. Never stopped scaring me.
0: I will back that up. Every time we went and I did not see somebody standing, I was like, that bitch is going to come out from the floor. And, and it he was upsetting every, every time. fucking time. So whoever you are, God, if you listen to this podcast, God bless you for that scare because God damn it.
1: Yeah, because... Um, Fucking terrifying. And, by the way, that's another thing. Half these houses wouldn't be as good if it weren't for the getting the right scare actors in there. So remember, it also isn't just about the theme. It's about who's working in the house. And Haunting of Hill House, if they take the same strides they did with Graveyard Games, it's going to be real creepy. The show in itself, real creepy. And once you add in the factors of like all the ghosts and standing just out of your eyeline, but you can kind of see them there. And th- that has so much potential. And I think nobody's really talking about it, but I'm excited.
0: Well, I know we had said last year on our speculation thing that we wanted that house. And this year I didn't say it because, you know, I figured this year B- the haunting of Bly Manor is coming out. So I figured, you know, I don't, I didn't think, They would revert back to something that happened, you know, a year or so ago. So, yeah, because of it, then maybe then that's why, because, you know, I love that show and I love the fact that there were ghosts hidden like in every almost like every frame. Like, no, okay, not every frame, but there was like 60 some odd ghosts hidden throughout the 10 episodes or whatever. And you had to, like, pick them out. There was literally a BuzzFeed thing like, here's this one, here's that one. And it was cool. So if they, yeah, if they could take that same, you know, um, fucking what's the word I'm looking for? The same,
1: whatever. I just don't know. I don't know
0: the same, the same take on the show and hide those things somewhere and then have them charge you. I mean, the scares in that house would be unreal because, like, I'm just walking through. Oh, that's a that's a mannequin. You know, like runs at you or something like that. You could you could do a lot with that house. And especially the bent neck lady. I mean, fuck, dude. I yeah. don't want to see that in a house. If I see that in a house, I'll probably never go in that house again because that shit—that shit has scarred me from watching that show. So that would be great.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking forward to that one. Um, that will be fun. Um, I realize they're just getting more and more Netflix shows in here.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you had Stranger Things. Now you have Sabrina. You have Haunting of Hill House. I, it, it makes sense because. I don't know if Netflix had a deal with HHN or Stranger Things had a deal with HHN. I know some deal was struck between someone. I'm going to guess it was Netflix. I'm going to guess because, you know, we've got we've got two Netflix things here um, that I'm excited about. And let's go ahead and move on to the next one where, uh, where Graveyard Games was last year at the Parade Warehouse. We have Legendary Truth, Carrie, Ohio. Now, I love this one just like I love Universal Monsters, The Bride, because... I mean, we've had countless houses and scare zones take place in Cary, Ohio. So that means, to me, I would assume that they're gonna take everything that they can from all of those houses and scare zones and just mash them into be a one
1: fuck ton of pumpkins.
0: That's what I'm like. I am so excited for that because you have uh, Psycho which was a scare zone or a house or something. You have so you, know, you have the scare zone from uh, with all the pumpkins from 28.
1: And that holds a special place in our heart because that's where we that's did our where engagement photos. Yeah,
0: we did our engagement. We have, there are so many instances, like things that have happened in quote unquote Cary, Ohio at HHN that they could mash together into a house and it would, it's gonna be fucking horrifying, honestly. So many things. Like I've only seen a few things from Cary, Ohio and my limited experience with HHN. And I know there's so much more that has gone on before I have come to the event. So I'm very excited as this would be, you know, to just see everything just pfft, mashed together.
1: Yeah. and then put and it all in there
0: and blend it up.
1: And it's not surprising they went with this either because um, this, um, like, we're learning about Dungeon of Terror and then um, Terror... Tara-
0: Croontus. Um croontus
1: crun, Something with a long history. Like we, when we were speculating, we were talking about them maybe doing something with the icons, and there being um, some sort of like culmination of them. But this makes more sense for them to pick a couple of things or a few things that have a long-standing history and to blend those in, so that way they're not isolating people who haven't been going as many years. Um, but they're giving them the chance to join in by giving them up a, a big like spread of houses with brand new stuff, um eighties classics, um and
0: new age stuff, Billy Billy Ellish.
1: That's what new stuff means. Um
0: uh, did you say that?
1: Yes. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it it's just like a nice variety. It's it doesn't it's not like when they were like, "Oh, it's all gonna be '80s themed" or whatever, it's it, it's very nice and spaced out.
0: Well, yeah, because the last the last two years, you know, we had. Sorry, I'm forgetting what fucking year we're in. We had 28 was the first year there. They were like, "Let's fucking go full '80s, yeah." I'm like, "Okay, cool, yeah, that's tight." And then 29, they they kind of kept the '80s theme going on, and I'm like, "Okay, that's still cool. I'm okay with that." Let's not do that again for a third year because it's gonna sound really lazy and repetitive. But yeah, they are literally, with this with this lineup that we've got, they are literally bringing something from just everywhere. And I and I like that. I'm okay with that. That's why I can look past the Billie Eilish house because that is something that is new age, that is brand new, that is fresh. And you have Beetlejuice, which is from the 80s, so that's obviously old as shit. That's from the 80s, right? Yes. Okay, if I can make sure. And then you have all this other stuff in between, you know, piecing it together. You have the Terra Queen house, which was from 15 years ago. So 2015, 2005. Whoa, wait, what year is it? 2020, 2005. Yeah. So you have all this stuff all over the place, kind of mixing in to be this good mesh of stuff. And even Gremlins, you know, that's from the 80s. I don't know. I'm just very excited. Everyone is taught. You didn't even say that house yet. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's re- ra- 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 No. It's it's just a good mashup of houses that are speculated from Horror Night Nightmares that I, I'm really getting into because it literally has something for everyone. There's no decade standard for what they're doing, you know, because like I said, the last two years were straight 80s for the, for the most part. And now you just have all these wonderful houses and some of them I'm like, what? You know, I
1: just thought about something. They probably what? did the Billy Eilish thing because they... Because Rob Zombie was so popular. And they were like, who else do we know? Does Music People's heard of? And is creepy. Does Music People's <laughs> And is creepy. And they're like,
0: Billie Eilish. Well, and also, you have to remember, this chick is 17. And she won five fucking Grammys, okay? I don't agree with them, honestly. Because, you know, like, best album, best. Like, I don't agree with it. Like, I feel like she's a good Singer, songwriter, composer, whatever you want to call it. I don't agree with the five she won. But, bro, she won five at 17. That has broken so many fuck. That broke more records than Parasite, I think. No, I mean, I don't care. Nothing can break Parasite records. But you have to think about she's a hot commodity right now. She's, like, up on this pedestal. Like, wow, everyone, oh, Billie Eilish, you're you're, you're fucking great. So it kind of makes sense for her to, like, branch off and do something fucking weird. Because she's fucking weird.
1: Yeah, she's doing, she's marching to the beat of her own drum.
0: Do you want to know the phone call that happened between her and HHN if this happened? You're, you're Billie Eilish, I'm HHN, okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Bring. Hello. Oh, hello. Bill, is, this, is this Billie Eilish? No. Okay, okay, who is this?
1: Billie Eilish.
0: Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, do you want to do a, a house at HHN this year? Sure. Cool, send the contracts, click. I mean, like, that's all that had to happen. Like, they just had to call her and be like, hey, we want to do a house. And she's like, yeah, whatever. Like, like, how easy for a house is that? I mean, it's just boom, done. She's 17. Of course she's going to want to do this shit. Come on. Yeah. Alice Cooper did a house here. Obviously, he's not a 17-year-old girl that I know of, at least.
1: He's looking real weird for a 17-year-old girl.
0: But, you know, like, the, the Alice Cooper has done a house. Rob Zombie has done a house and a scare zone. So it's it's not uncommon for musical artists to do something at HHN, this is just different wh- than what people are are used to expecting. So get used to it, because I'm gonna do a house next year. I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. It's, it's gonna be, be a podcast house where I just yell at you, "Fuck you, get out of my house, um, you stop complaining." See
1: the true terror of us <laughs> scrambling to make an episode happen.
0: Oh God, this is the true. All right, last house. Last this is house. the okay. Fine, go ahead, you jerk.
1: You already said it. Gremlins. It's gremlins.
0: We've already been. Talking I wish,
1: which is, I know, oh which is why I'm God. trying to we move got, us forward. We got to
0: get on with this fucking episode.
1: Um, yeah. So we had actually, and I don't think we brought it up in our uh, speculations, but we'd actually talked about Gremlins when we were deciding what to speculate, and we totally were like, mm, "That's not going to happen." Well, apparently, it's got potential, and because that- this is the
0: second specul— there's been two speculation maps, one posted before this one, which is bizarre.
1: Yeah, that because was weird.
0: This one, all you know, it, Horror Night nightmares always gets theirs out first. But we had another one from some H- Horror Nights Orlando or some bullshit post a speculation, and they had gremlins. And then so did this one. So I'm like, is gremlins fucking happening? Like, really?
1: Because that seems complicated. I mean, I'm here for it. Oh, it
0: seems so Definitely complicated. Definitely here
1: for it. Teeny tiny little little balls of fur, just. But I'm hoping it has the um the puppeteering work of ghostbusters and not the puppeteering work of depths of, S- of fear not stee No no
0: no, I hope it has the puppeteering work of fucking extin- seeds of extinction.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm that saying was like amazing. I hope that the quality level sh- I should say. I don't want it to be like you know, I know you guys try um, but Seats of Extinction, you could see the sleeves on the arms a lot because it the, the puppet hand only went down to like the wrist and fucking depths of sear there. Was depths like, of fear. Depths of fear, sorry, I'm thinking of my own puns. Uh Depths of Fear had that one little tentacle um monster that came out. Except like you could see the person's hand and then later on you could see it was on a stick and they were just hiding behind a curtain. And it just like on a stick, like it just went to several levels of ridiculous for them to hide it. But it wasn't really well hidden. And I prefer like I, I just want them to take the care to hide the string, so to speak.
0: I feel like if they were doing Gremlins, first of all, they would have to get uh, Steven Spielberg's approval, obviously. And then and then go to Joe Dante and be like, hey, is this OK? Because you have to get those two people approval. Those two people's approval.
1: Up next, E.T. House.
0: <laughs> they wouldn't even need a house. They could just do it in the ride. Just like, bah, Elliot, I'm here. Uh,
1: How many years do you think it'll be uh, before they change that into a Stranger Things ride?
0: What, E.T.? Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to give you four and a half years. and a half. I'll give you four and a half. All right, we'll go ahead. So I'll just go ahead and talk while I don't have a co-host for a second. Just don't make a lot of noise. All right, so what was I talking about? Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah, this could be a house. It really could. It's going to be very interesting to see how they would actually pull this off. No pun intended by pulling strings. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. Anyways, um, I feel like they could do it. It would just be very hard because, I mean, but you have a couple of main actors in this movie, but I mean it's really focused. If you're doing Gremlins, the first Gremlins, yeah, there's like three or four people that'll that are in that cast. The rest of them are tiny little furry fucking goblins, hobgoblins. So you're gonna need a lot of puppeteering. You're gonna need a lot of hidden people that are creating this so I don't I don't know how a Gremlins house would actually pan out. As much as I want it to happen. I just don't know how they would actually make it work because they did I don't know if they did puppeteering, but they did a lot of they did the gingerbread man from Krampus in 2016. And there was like a little little zo- like a little walkway you went through that had the gingerbread man, but they weren't really puppeteered. They were just kind of there and like you had a lot of like air effects that you went through that part with. So I'm not really sure how they would actually effectively make the gremlins like a th- I don't, I don't know. I, I, like As much as I want gremlins to be a thing and be there, I just don't know how they would pull it off effectively. That's my problem with that house. Because I love the movie and I love the sequel. We watched it recently. You watched it again. I, I watched it um, for the first time. But I just don't know how they would actually do that house... And make it effective. That's, that's why my I'm problem.
1: That they need to take. That I'm just hoping that if that's what's happening, that they take the care with the puppets they did for the um, the dogs in Ghostbusters, yeah. and they carry that kind of care and creativity over to Gremlins, and they don't do something like they did in those the two original houses I mentioned, where um, like you could really see the person there, and it didn't quite work the same way.
0: It did not. So, that's my only problem with um, that house. I want to see it happen. I would love to see a gremlins house. It just doesn't seem very, it just doesn't seem plausible. Yeah. So, why don't you go ahead and talk about the scare zones real quick.
1: Do you need to leave for a minute? I don't
0: need to go anywhere. I don't okay. need to do anything. Just go ahead and talk about the scare zones that aren't there.
1: Okay. So, um yeah. There, none of them are listed right now. Um, what I do think is interesting is um, there have been huge speculation. And I mean, who hasn't speculated about Jack coming back, but none of these actually, um, none of the houses indicate he's coming back. So maybe he's going to be taking over that stage show area that they've been putting in L, sorry, L, uh, the, it's the New York area, um, in the back over by mummy and all that, that, They've had a couple of um, stage shows there. The They had the um, Vamp 1985 um, dance show there. They had the Kill of the Week there for Zombieland. So maybe that is where they're going to place him because even though they don't consider it a show, it is definitely a show that takes place every 15 or so minutes. So it makes sense for him to be there um, because the area over by um what is that the docks um over by fast and the furious is far too um narrow for him um the entrance is definitely what what are you saying i'm talking about um the potential for a jack show um oh oh. in new york where they've had shows the last couple of years
0: well no
1: yeah they haven't shows but they've had the what they haven't had any what they haven't vamp 85 had the dance routine and zombie land <sighs> had the kill of the week so i'm saying because they haven't really speculate or put anything for him out i'm just speculating that that is a potentially good area to do a large um ongoing jack area and i'm just saying that has potential Especially considering that they stopped putting stuff um, since they're doing the water show now, um, which I also still think is going to be a nod to the 30 years.
0: Um, Well, and that's where Billy Ellich was supposed to have something involved with besides a house.
1: Yeah. That could be be a thing. too. And, um, you know, there's who knows what they're going to put on the soundstage. I mean, Jack could still go there. I mean, they're saying Academy of Villains. Maybe it's them or maybe they're doing something with Jack. He's got a. Okay, let me let me
0: speculate. No, no, no. I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing.
1: Oh, um, because yeah. like I was saying, over by Fast and the Furious, far too narrow. Um, the park area is too narrow. The Central Park area. Yeah, with um, all the pumpkins and the yeah, 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 that, yeah. that's too where, narrow. Where Vikings was with the <laughs> the upsettingly the loud s- screams. Oh, that's um,
0: terrible.
1: Yeah, Hollywood. Um, the Hollywood area also not. Particularly good for that.
0: That is Hollywood.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm saying best potential for Jack would be um, in New York because of the little stages they've been doing there, or the actual soundstage. Maybe something with the Academy of Villains because they've done like a clown type thing in the past before.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and say that a <phone rings> hello, <laughs> Jesus.
1: Is your volume on your computer? What the fuck? How do I turn that off? Turn the volume down. Oh my god! I think my speculations are great, considering I just pulled that together just now. hit the TV. You.
0: Okay, well, fucking all right. Hold on a second. All right, so first of all, I have to say that I don't think Academy of Villains is going to be back. I'm Bold statement. I feel like they're going to have a Jack show because they had a Jack show in twenty five, which was great. I loved it. So. Are they really going to do the Lagoon show and then Academy of Villains? Like, Jack's not going to have a sh- Really? Well,
1: really? And that's why I'm theorizing yeah. about using the smaller stage because they've done smaller stage shows with him before. And that's why I'm saying because they would be able to monopolize more on him as a character if they had more area for him to work in.
0: Well, because right here where that church was in 28. For Cary Ohio. For Kerry, Ohio. They had a little, they had a, actually not a little, we were, okay, where the first. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the Academy of Villains and like. they are not tw-
1: going to put it there.
0: Why? Because
1: that would block the fucking entrance to the lagoon.
0: That's, oh, fuck. All right, you're right. Fuck. Oh. God damn. I'm it. real fucking clever. Did you know? Son of a bitch. They have to have a jack show. It is 30 fucking years. That's 30, why I'm saying. 30 years of fear.
1: 30 years of fear. Oh, my God. That's why I'm saying Uh. over in New York would make sense because they didn't used to do it, but they they seem to be lining up for shows. Like, what the hell was it over there the first year I went with you?
0: There was no show there. No, no.
1: I'm saying what was the scare zone
0: in 27? Yeah, it was the purge. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, sh- you
1: know what? They did have a, a, a show type thing because they had the guy that would get on top of the bus and they oh, kill people. that's
0: right, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That's right. That but what did a... they have in 28? Did they have a show Damn there?
1: 85. They had the, the, the ball, ball drop. ball, and then last year they had the fucking They don't call zombie. it a show, but, but it's it is a sh- literally a oh, show. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You okay, put...
0: you heard it here first because they don't have any fucking scare zones listed here.
1: Yet but I can't wait till they Ooh. list because I love to make up what I think is going to be in there.
0: Cause the, fir- I think the first year I went in 24, they had psychoscarapy there at that fucking, uh, for New York. That scares. And I'm pretty sure it was, I'm pretty sure it was psychoscarapy for 24. It might've been 25, but I'm pretty, Oh, okay,
1: cause they're in Hollywood.
0: That's are it. The only
1: two places where they have quote unquote shows because they had the little Chucky thing. Yeah. Um, and then last year they had the, the catwalk. That was kind of just ongoing. Um, <sighs> when the hell was the year before that? Oh yeah, and then they had the strippers the year before that.
0: Yeah, the, the well the that Demon was strippers. the uh, that well that was the guy on the stilts with the with the skull. I can't remember his name. Yes. Da- Daddy's Skull or something.
1: Oh yeah, Daddy, Daddy skull. skull. That's what they named him. Okay, um, but I'm okay. saying that, Mother
0: fucker, but that's that, good. Yeah, I'm Mother fucking clever. Fucker, that's good.
1: Uh, but because that area is so wide and narrow, and um,
0: you just said so wide and narrow. That's
1: th- sorry. So wide and long. That's
0: the Wide I mean. and long.
1: Don't. Um, <laughs> it doesn't right. give him a backdrop to the stage, and I think Jack is not a, a, um, a 360 kind of performance. All right, so
0: we're calling it now uh, in 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 the New York scare zone. We're gonna call it Jack show that's like the other shows you've seen in the past couple of years, because it can't be done anywhere fucking else unless it's done in Hollywood. Because yes.
1: But I'm saying his show wouldn't, it's not really a 360 kind of show.
0: Oh. What he does isn't
1: really like a full scope thing. And what they did with like Chucky is they had the backdrops all over the place, but they're not going to do a bunch of low key things. I like
0: it. Yes. Wrap it up, tie it in a bow, and save it for later.
1: All right, because we really need to move on to the movies.
0: I know. It's been a long time. Let's move on to the movies we've watched this week. Thank you for listening to our HHN debauchery. If that's um, all you cared
1: about, you can check out now. Yeah, if I'm that's all kidding. you cared
0: about, goodbye. I'll see you later. We'll see you next week. But let's move on to the movies we watched this week. I don't even remember the topic. Oh, yeah. Vampires. That was our topic.
1: Vampires.
0: Vampires. And the first movie we watched, which you can talk about. because Yes, I, I can. Do all not, I, I don't get the 7.3. of. I don't get the seven point three out of ten on this movie on IMDB, because I gave it a two and a
1: half out of five. Um, once again, I feel like you gave it such a crappy score because you It's not a good movie! Hey, shut
0: it. It's not a good movie, I'm because sorry. Because
1: you went in with expectations no. of disliking it. You already you literally said, Let's get this shit over with.
0: Listen, yeah. I, I yeah. went I went in like, okay. That was it. <laughs> okay, yeah. let anyway. do it. So it's Lost Boys,
1: 1987. Um, Kiefer Sutherland, uh, peak bleach blonde hair. Um, I didn't say peak roll. I just said I, peak bleach blonde hair.
0: You said peak, and I was like, please don't say roll, because he peaked in Mirrors. Okay, I'm just kidding. Oh
1: <laughs> my god, no. Anyway.
0: No, he peaked in 24
1: yeah let's be honest that that was his shining moment let's be honest okay so basic setup um two brothers and their mom moved to a or the town of santa carla um and where where there's a quote-unquote the myrtle murder the myrtle capital
0: are you drunk like
1: apparently um the murder capital of the world and um the one older brother michael starts getting mixed up with he sees a girl he likes he starts um trying to get closer to her and she is hanging out with the uh bad boys on the boardwalk so to speak um and funny enough fun fact the boardwalk in the film is is the one from us and they do in fact reference that there's a f- film being made there because it takes the beginning of us takes place the same year this film was made um So, he comes to find out that they're vampires, and they've tricked him into becoming a vampire, and he has to figure out how to reverse it to save him, him, his new lady friend, and um, his family from getting murderated by the other actual vampires.
0: But his new lady friend is the lady friend of the lead vampire, Kiefer Sutherland. So,
1: Kiefer Sutherland leads a vampire gang, and it's the best sentence ever. Um. (sighs) See, I love this film, and I've pretty much loved it since I first saw it. So good good for you. You did not watch it till way too
0: late. That doesn't mean anything though, because I've watched so many movies from a long time ago, and I have loved them. I didn't fucking get this movie. It was okay. I like
1: it because of the nostalgia. Um, There's so much. Were you born in
0: '86? Or, I'm sorry, 87.
1: I actually just said that out loud.
0: Yeah, were you, were you born then? Did you watch it then? <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Don't kill me. Oh, my God. Don't kill me. Oh and drop the tood. <laughs> um, no, I, I like it because it's very 80s. Um, it's very, like, the vampires in the gang are supposed to be, like, really cool, but the more the film goes by, is like you've got some very feathered hair and some very um, bedazzled clothing, and it's it's always so amusing to me. So I always like it for that, and um, it's obviously got a lot of comedy in it. So I, I enjoy the um, the jokes and the humor in the film, and yeah, it just works for me as a film. I I really appreciate it.
0: See, what killed me about this film is you have Corey Feldman. Who I love, great actor. But in this movie, he's like <laughs> talking real low, like I got it's a deep, like
1: a kid. I got
0: a deep voice, like Mister T, and I've got my bandana on, like I do in every other movie. I don't know why I have it, but I do. I just couldn't get over the fact that he was trying to like, like buff himself up in the movie. He, he like he was literally talking in like a deeper voice than, like it would be like me talking like this all the time forever. Like that's what okay, he did.
1: There was a reason. What was the reason? Because he and his brother, the Frog Brothers, um, had this whole thing where they were aware of the vampires, and they're like, "Yeah, we kill vampires." They're playing; they're trying to be cooler than they are, and that was part of him trying to act cooler, like, "Oh, I'm a badass. I've seen things." And like the second they actually, um, like, it's and it because it's funny because when they actually go to stake a vampire, they totally freak out, which is clear that they've never fucking done it before, and they're like. Well, um, he threw some vampire tricks at us. And they're like, like what? He's like, well, he moved. Like, well, fucking yeah. What you think he was going to do? And it's just funny because they're trying to play this whole tough perso- uh, persona. And really, they're just kids.
0: You can play a tough persona like and okay, not be like, let me lower my voice two octaves. That doesn't sound normal. Okay, you go
1: ahead and write Corey Feldman a letter critiquing his acting. Corey
0: Feldman. I hate your stinking guts.
1: You make me sick.
0: No, you make me vomit. Oh, yeah. Scum between my toes. Love, alfalfa. Alpha <laughs> no, it's just funny because I've seen him in so many movies with the, with, the, with the cutoff shirts and the fucking bandanas. And he is Feldman himself. But this movie, he was just trying to be like this like beefed up version of his teeny tiny self. And I was like, I cannot take you seriously in this movie. That was you the are point. Okay, well then okay, you know what? Let's rewatch this at some point in the n- soon future when we're on quarantine, and I will I will give it a complete reevaluation because I just I didn't like this movie. You had Kiefer Sutherland, who was acting ridiculous in this movie, who would turn away from the camera and then turn back and be all vampiric. And I was like, I just can't take it. I, I couldn't take it seriously. I tried so fucking hard to like, let's watch this movie. But like every time they turn to the camera with their vampire face, <laughs> this is hilarious. They look so stupid. I don't I don't know. I just like fucking couldn't take this movie seriously. I'm sorry.
1: I loved it. I thought it had fun twists in it. And um they they did um what are you looking for? Oh. They they did fun things with it, like they made you feel like they were on the right path and then they weren't and then they were and then you don't know what's going on and and the whole thing played out like some sort of wacky 80s rock music video and if you look at it from the perspective like someone was also trying to make a music video out of the film, it becomes much more amusing.
0: Well, they also didn't... I wanted more blood and guts from it. You know, it's, an, it's an 80s movie and all I saw was just like the camera angle like whipping down on someone and then whipping back up. And I was like, that's a cool effect because I get what you're trying to do. You're trying to give me the conveyance, if that's a word, of a, of a bat swooping down, picking someone up and throwing them off or whatever. So I was like, I get the point of view you're trying to 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 give to me, but I wanted more blood and guts. I wanted more like like visceral 80s movie. That's what I wanted and I didn't get it from that. So again, I will rewatch it, I will completely go in with a clean slate, and I will give you a better judgment, because like I said, right now, it is a, uh, oh, and you know what? My fucking lovely host has actually downloaded Letterboxd for this podcast to actually rate movies, and I'm so excited to actually hear your rating on this.
1: I think you have already know what it is.
0: Because my rating is terrible, and everyone's going to be like, oh, why? What are you doing? What's happening? I have to go back through so many movies. I've watched so many movies lately. Oh, God. Where is this movie? Oh, my God. Where is this movie? Jacob's Ladder. Oh, Lost Boys. Yeah, I'm sorry, Lost Boys. I gave you a two and a half. You were an okay movie. Like, two and a half is is middle of the spectrum for me. It is not something that I liked, but it's not something that I disliked. So, two and a half is like... Fair to Midland. That is my ranking of that movie. It was okay. That is a movie I would watch again. That is a movie I would get a second opinion on. But as of right now, it was okay. I don't get the 3.6 on Letterbox that it has. It has a 3.6 on Letterbox, And yeah. usually something with a 3.5 and over, I'm like, fuck yeah. Masterpiece, fucking Peak Cinema, blah, blah, blah. This one, I'm like...
1: Eh. Do you want to know what I gave it? Four stars. Yeah.
0: Boom! So, in in my eyes, that to you is a fantastic movie. Yeah. And,
1: see, you have a rating system, and we talked about this. You have a rating system where I have, like, a... This is how I feel about it. So this is where it is. Can't explain exactly where I came with this uh, up with this number. It's just like you need. This a, is the number that calls to me. for See, this film. that's
0: the thing that you need a you need a rating system.
1: Yeah, but you're all structured. No. And I'm
0: not. No, 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 no. no. Uh,
1: you can't make me have one. And I'm I not trying.
0: I'm not trying to make you have one. I'm trying to under make the people that are listening to this understand. You have to have some form of system. Like I don't ever rate a movie a zero. I will never give a movie zero stars. You get a half a star because you made that movie. And Are it you did.
1: about to explain the entirety of your No, 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 no. I'm, to, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm explaining three tiers of my system, okay? Don't fucking make that face at me. I mean,
1: we have movies to talk Okay, about. listen, okay.
0: listen. Real quick, real quick. Nothing gets zero star. You get half a star for that movie being made, okay? Two and a half stars for it being okay in the middle. And then five stars for it being a perfect movie. Fill in the gaps in between. You can do what you want with that information. But I will always give you a half a star. Because, you know, you made it. Even if I hated it to complete. Cats. Yeah, Cats got a half. No, no, no. no. Cats got one star for me. Because one, it got half a star got made. Half a star, like, okay, at least the fucking music is catchy. What
1: was the movie that we hated so much that we rated everything higher because it was so bad?
0: I'm sorry, what?
1: There was a movie we just watched recently where it, it was so terrible that we actually you bumped up ratings on things because that movie sucked so much that you couldn't take like you made you realize that other films were better compared.
0: Oh, I remember that. I rated it a half a star and then I went back cuz I went to my other half a star. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Hold the fucking phone. No, I remember that now. You're gonna have to give me a second here. Let me let me sort by uh, Lois first. Okay, here we go. I think. Oh, okay. I think it was. It was something that I moved to one star because of the fact. Oh, it was. I think it was Critters Three.
1: Oh yeah.
0: It was Critters. No,
1: wait, that's not it.
0: No, it was, it was Hobgoblins Two. Mm, yes, no. because we were
1: literally so disappointed, there was no redeeming qualities.
0: Hobgoblins 2 I gave. Oh, no, no, no. It was Hobgoblins 1 that I pushed up. Because I gave Hobgoblins, the first one, half a star. Yeah. And then I bumped it up because I realized that the second one was... Yeah, that happens sometimes. Like, I'll go to review a movie and I'll give it this rating. But then I'll go look at the other ratings that I gave similar movies. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I have to adjust these because this movie was that bad. So, yeah, that happens on occasion when I will do that. So, Lost Boys... I'll rewatch you. You know, you've got 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. You've got a 3.6 on fucking Letterbox. Obviously, something is working from all these people that's not working for me. So I will give it another shot. But let's go ahead and move on to the second movie, which is... um. Let's go ahead and go with uh, Only Lovers Left Alive. Let's oh, go with that okay. one. Okay. Yeah, because um, that was another one that I just do did. Do you want to
1: explain the film? No, oh,
0: you go ahead. That's all you.
1: Yeah, uh, so basic setup. Um, it's these two vampires, and they never actually say the word vampire in the film. Um, that is true. Yeah, it's these two vampires who um, are married to each other, but they haven't seen each other in a couple of decades because they've been together for centuries. I thought
0: it was centuries they hadn't seen each other.
1: No, no, they've been together for centuries, but it's been decades since e- they saw each other.
0: This also has a 7.3.
1: Yeah, um. And they come back together, um, and things get a little crazy when, uh, and it's Tilda Swinton and Tom Hiddleston, when um, Tilda Swinton's character Eve's sister shows up, who is much more um, wild, and whereas um, the main two characters are much more reserved and laid back as as people, um, much more. Thoughtful, and she's just like, I want to party, I want to have fun. Like, want, want, need, need. And, um, yeah, it was, it was good. Uh, I think it was a really interesting film. Um, I think where we had a problem with it wasn't that it was a bad film or wasn't interesting at all because it was interesting to see their interpretation because, um, vampires are usually portrayed when they're rock and roll, they're very dangerous and live on the edge. And these were like, we really enjoy these, the finer things. We enjoy old things. We like collecting beautiful items and they have things that are precious to them and um, they don't take things for granted. They were much more what seems, if vampires were real, like realistic for a vampire. They wanted to live laid back and they figured out ways to get blood without actually having to kill people because it's more sustainable to not have to leave a trail of bodies behind you know um i think what didn't work so much was the fact that what would normally be like the climax of the film um really for them was like a oh, i guess we have to deal with this and it, it wasn't right. like it wasn't exciting and what was cool about that was that the you know you got to see it more how a vampire like a centuries-old being would see it where you're just like Guess we'll do this again. Like, it's another day for us. Whereas, how it's usually portrayed is everything is very exciting and fast-paced and energetic. And they're just like, we've lived hundreds of years.
0: This is just another day. And that was my problem with this movie. Because, you know, it has a long commitment. It's two hours and three minutes. So, I'm like, okay. This is going to be a doozy. Let's just go ahead and watch this. And while I loved the characters of Tilda Swinton and Tom Hiddleston, who were called Adam and Eve, I, I like that. And I really loved the, like, it, it's so weird to say that I loved an entire movie. But like I gave it such low ratings it's just the vibe beca- and the style they had. Nothing fucking happened. Like that's true. And and the point of a movie, for me at least, to watch, is something has to happen. The only thing that happened in this movie is, you know, Tom Hiddleston, aka Adam, living in Detroit. His wife, Eve, Tilda Swinton, living in Tangia visits him out of nowhere, which was cool. I was like, oh, that's like a romantic gesture. That's great. I love that. They meet up. They start hanging out. They start, you know, like, and, and it. the thing I liked about this for the vampire uh, whole thing was that like blood to them was almost like this ritual where they kind of drank it and they almost like got high from drinking. Like, you know, they had like a tiny little shot glass goblet of blood that they would drink and they would all fall back and be like, Oh, f- and they're, like, they're, once they drank the blood, their their teeth, their canines would, like, appear. I was, like, that's cool. That's an interesting way to show it. They're not solely dependent on the blood, but when they have the blood, it's, like, a euphoric experience for them. And there's good blood and there's bad blood. Yeah,
1: does he, like, tainted blood.
0: Yeah. So I love that aspect. But other than that, like, I mean, they had so many plot points that came into play that I were hoping would play out that... I were hoping? That I was... So that I what
1: you said I were
0: hoping. oh sorry that I was hoping would play out that didn't you have this sister who comes into the end of the picture called Ava and she like she fucks shit up like 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 unrealistically fucks things up and you're like cool this is gonna play out and then they just kind of just ditch her whatever and oh okay so like they set all these things up and then by the end you're just like yeah it was a it was a well done movie like the cast was great the acting was phenomenal the music was fucking oh, rad yeah like i
1: think i need, i wonder if they have that soundtrack
0: if they do if they have that soundtrack i want to buy that like the soundtrack was fucking rad but like literally nothing substantial i'll put it that way nothing substantial happened to the point where that drew me in i mean it was a 2 hour movie that i was just like yeah it's good but i'm i'm not drawn into this movie by the ending i was like Okay.
1: The soundtrack is on Apple Music.
0: Beautiful. I need to listen to that. Yeah. No, like, so I, I gave this movie a three. I gave it a three because it was a good movie. I just, like, it had a, it has a 3.8 on Letterboxd and a 7.3 on IMDb. So, I you know, like, I guess that's my problem with some movies is I go look up the ratings before I go into it just to get a general idea. You know, if a movie has a 2.7. I'm gonna to want to know that before going into it, so that I can have my expectations kind of low. This movie had high marks everywhere, and I'm just like, I get the high marks, but at the same time, did I miss something? Like, now, what I gave did it the I same miss? Rating
1: you did because you know I had to agree. Like, all the pieces were there um, visually. The story was there, and the um, like the the character designs the the costuming, the, even the, the fact that they made the wigs out of, like, yak hair and human hair, so they looked more wild. Um, like, all the pieces were there, and then the drama just wasn't, and it wasn't like... And I get it was likely intentional that it wouldn't be dramatic to them because they've been through so much already, but it didn't... Um, quite play out because you're like for a movie you want to see some sort of reaction and it was just much more low key which you know it was exactly as melodramatic as i was thinking it would be but i still expected something to happen
0: that's my thing i was looking for trivia oh there's there's a little bit okay and that's my thing like I love the setup that you had. You have Tom Hiddleston dressing up as a doctor going in to buy blood from this guy. You don't I don't know if you know his name. You, you might. But he goes in with like, the, with like the mask on and the doctor's uniform on and he's buying blood. And you're like, OK, that's cool. And I love the conflict that you had with Adam and Eve or no, sorry, Adam and Ava, because Adam is like, you know, I want to go do this. I don't want to kill anybody. I just want to go get the blood and I want to pay for it. We're gonna I'll drink it that way. And Ava is just this reckless fucking person who comes in and is like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, she's like, like blood drinking is, the blood
1: like crazy. Yeah,
0: blood is blood, and she tries to find Adam's secret stash of blood, and he's like, No, I don't want you to, but then eventually she does. So it's like the conflict is there and it's great, but yeah, nothing actually comes of that. And you're like, I wanna see the resolution of all of that built up. Anxiety and stress you have towards each other, and have it play out, and then it just kind of, kind of ends, and you're like, "All right, like I guess," but it just, it just was very, um, what's the word?
1: Anticlimactic.
0: Just, y- yes, anticlimactic. Because I kept pausing, I'm not pausing it, but I kept like seeing where we were in the timeline. And I was like, "Okay, there's there's 20 minutes left. Something's gonna happen." Uh, okay, there's there's 15 minutes left. Something's gonna happen.
1: Why'd you read the first line of trivia? Okay. Well, that's just funny based on what we were just saying. All right,
0: it's fine. I was just talking. Um, There was some action in this movie at first, but when writer and director Jim Jarmusch was asked to add more, he removed all of it instead. Well, there you go.
1: I guess, you know, in fairness, if they wanted to make sure it wasn't like every other vampire movie, nailed it.
0: Jim Jar Oh, you Fucking look at look at this guy, Jim Jarmouche. Oh, he's a character. What else have world. you done? Nothing.
1: No, he did Broken Flowers.
0: Alright, well this this guy is the cause of all of this. Jesus Christ. Oh yeah. All the cast members playing vampires wore wigs that were a mix of human, yak, and goat hair in order to make them wilder. You literally said that because I looked at Tilda Swinton halfway through the movie and I was like yo, this bitch looks crazy. And they're like, yeah, she's wearing a wig. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I was, like, I was <laughs> like, that makes total sense. Oh, goodness. Uh, according to the script, Eve, played by Toto Swinton, is 2,000 years old and uh, was the Druid matriarch of the Celtic tribe. Of Adam, the
1: Celtic tribe.
0: Okay. Adam Tom Hiddleston is 500 to 600 years old. Uh, writer and director Jim Jarmusch decided that Adam and Eve would be aware of each other's true age, so he argued. Uh, they argued they have no reason to state that in this movie, but simply inform the cast members of the age of the characters. In an extended version, whoa. And an extended version of the nude scene shown in the DVD special features, Adam and Eve do talk about her druidic... Okay. There's more nudity. There's more nudity and more explanation. All right. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe I missed something. Maybe there's a different version of this movie that exists that I haven't seen that that provides more explanation, more something, more sustenance.
1: Uh, And... That's part of what I liked about it um, that I which is why I um, still enjoyed it as a film was because while some films like just throw you in and you're fucking confused and some films have to spoon feed you everything. This film basically puts you in a position where if you don't know everything, it's okay, you're going to know enough.
0: Yeah, and I guess that's what you have to go on in this movie is just like a 100% subliminal messaging, like we're going to not tell you anything, but you're going to have to be on the same page. So again, that's another movie that I apparently need to rewatch and uh make adjustments on. So let's go to our third movie, which was my favorite.
1: Yes, I know it was.
0: <laughs> Thirst. Thirst from 2009 starring the same guy who was in Parasite. Uh, that's not him, is it? Yep, yeah. that's him. Kang Ho Song. Kang Ho Song. The Lee. well, I mean, one yeah, of the leads. He's the father. Yeah, he was a father in Parasite.
1: And so he was also the uh, code breaker that they have to break out in Snowpiercer. Snow
0: so, yeah, he's been in a, in a lot of um, uh, Boon Jong Ho. Is that it? Boon Jong Ho. Hold on. Stand by. You scroll too far. Scroll back scroll. up. Yeah. Boon bo okay. Bong Jun Ho. He's been in a lot of his movies because he was also in the uh the host. He was in that movie. And he was in Snowpiercer and he was in Memoirs of Murder, which is another Bong Joon-ho movie. So
1: Wow, you just said it wrong again. I know.
0: Bong Jun Ho. Bong Jun Ho. Okay. I did it. I did. That's what it is. Is it not? Did I just... Did I misdo it again? Did you misdo it? Did I misdo it?
1: Did I do bad? Look, look, look right here, right here.
0: Uh, Where'd it go? Uh, You actually have
1: to click one of those films for uh, you to see that name.
0: Right here. This guy. Yeah. Bong Joon-ho. There
1: you go. Yeah.
0: Bong Joon-ho. Great fucking director. Yes, please stop
1: embarrassing us by saying it.
0: I'm sorry. So... Yes, this was a movie from 2009, so obviously he's, you know, 11 years younger. He, we were watching this movie, and you are like, is that the guy from Parasite? And I was like, no. And then you looked it up, and I was like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> he's the, so much younger in this movie, which and, is weird.
1: And it's funny. The more films we watch, the more Korean um, films we watch, the more we're catching more actors. We're like, hey, it's that guy from that movie. And that I know from you. That movie. We're like, oh man, we're just expanding out here. It's actually really fun.
0: I don't even want to explain this movie. I don't. I, I don't just, think you can. There's no way to explain this movie. It was at some points hilarious. At some points terrifying. At some points, um bizarre. I don't know what the fuck I am watching. And at some points, like satisfying. So I need you. To take my word and your word, if you're going to say that or not. I don't know. I need you to take my word. I need you to watch this movie because this one is just below the other two because I believe Lost Boys and the last one we reviewed were 7.3. I'm pretty sure both of them were 7.3 out of of 10. And this is a 7.1.
1: And it's two hours and 14 minutes, by the way. Don't.
0: Don't be swayed by that number, okay? I was very upset that it was two hours and 14 minutes, but I will tell you.
1: It felt longer. No. To be fair, though, it did feel like three separate films.
0: That's where I was going to. <laughs> it's so hard to explain like this is the one movie that of this episode that like i don't want to talk about because it is it's utterly it's a mind fuck
1: well and anything you really explain you'd have to explain that explanation because that's what
0: i'm saying like
1: anything that we say is not really super important like you'd think it'd be really relevant and it is briefly but then it isn't again i mean i guess i'll give the basic setup, which is a... um. Oh, do you want to do it?
0: Yeah. I was no. just going to read the description. Okay. Yeah, read the description that's t- on IMDb. So obviously this is a vampire episode. So uh, the basic description on IMDb is through a failed medical experiment through a, <laughs> a
1: <specimen. laughs>
0: through a failed medical experiment, a priest is stricken with vampirism and is forced to abandon his aesthetic Wait, ascetic, ascetic? I don't know. What is that word? I ascetic? don't know. What the fuck is ascetic? I know aesthetic, which is like
1: just skip the word and say beliefs. He is
0: he is forced to abandon his ways. Please look up ascetic, ascetic. So yeah, you have this priest stricken with vampirism who has to like leave all of his. You know, priest way is to like exist in this world. That is just one plot point. That is just one of like four, five,
1: and ninety-seven. Because there are so many plot points, it's like they start diving into one, and they're like, "Okay, we've been on that one for about what ten, 15? Fuck that one. We're on to the next one. It's like it's so funny because it's almost like watching like chapters in a book, like. And whatever the fuck happened in that previous chapter, that don't fucking matter. It might matter like a drop in the bucket, but we're on a new chapter and fuck that last chapter, we're doing a different thing. And that's what was really um, interesting and crazy about it, um, is because like you'd think that some of the stuff that, oh, hey, I've seen that movie. Yeah, just go ahead. Um, you think some of the stuff that happened would continue to be relevant throughout, and then it won't be for a long time. But, like, an hour and a half later, it is again. You're like, I don't – oh, fuck, yeah, I forgot that was a thing.
0: Well, and you also have this very bizarre storytelling that, like, there's a point in time where – I'm going to get to this in just a second. It's the first trivia piece where Homeboy comes out of a tent and is naked and then they don't go back to that point ever. They never go back to the point on why he came out of a tent completely buck-ass naked.
1: No, he just had his pants down.
0: That's what I'm saying. There's so many points in this movie where something happens and then they just never go back to it again. And you're like, "Oh, okay. Um what well, uh, just I don't okay. <laughs> I don't understand yeah, why just, you...
1: You just have to roll with you
0: it. You just have to roll with it. There's so many points where scenes happen that are just like almost arbitrary in a way, and they just throw them away like nothing. But you're there like, but wait, I need to know like slightly a little bit more backstory about what's going on with that. Maybe one to two words more information. Just a little bit. So... uh yeah. you
1: were really expected to just follow along with what the hell's Ooh. happening with characters, because... They had a character that they showed briefly, and then um, then you thought he became relevant, and then it really turns out didn't. he wasn't at all, you're and you're like, like okay. what was the point of that scene?
0: There's so many scenes in this movie that are just throwaway scenes, but they're so fucking weird that you're like, okay, I'm going to hold on to this until I see it happen again or reference later, and it never happens. And you're like, all right, I've got all this baggage right here. I'm holding all of this till the end of the movie and then you are just not you're just oh, i just okay I guess I just drop all the stuff yeah, that fuck I that. yeah we're on to
1: something okay, else yeah.
0: um so yeah this movie was a, like the ending of this movie god help my mind with that ending the, the but the cgi
1: was a little
0: wonky okay a little wonky but regardless fucking weird Now, going back to what I said about the uh, guy walking out of the tent, this was the first mainstream Korean film to ever feature full frontal male nudity. Now, that's kind of a big spoiler because when it happened to us, I almost lost my fucking shorts which sounds really weird but like yeah
1: that is a really weird thing for you to I say. just like I just
0: I almost jumped out of my clothing cuz I was like what is happening this is is this an R movie what is going on there's there's a penis what's happening like it was almost a matter of just like shock that like I just I don't know I just like I was not expecting to see that at all and then we looked it up and I was like oh Well, here you go. This is your first full frontal male Korean nudity, and I'm running out of the house in my boxers because I don't know what the fuck is happening.
1: Yeah, it was... um,
0: It was a lot.
1: For my eyes.
0: A lot of things happening there.
1: Which we're not going to describe at all.
0: (sighs) Wow. Too much. So, after you get past the full frontal male nudity of this, which I still haven't gotten over because I'm still running around the house right now... um, the original Korean title directly translates to bat. Bat. Well, there you go. So, so vampire, obviously.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Is, is it funny? Am I? Am I funny? Yes. You're not laughing into the mic. You just. <sighs> ah. Oh, SpongeBob, dude! Oh, that's what you sound like right now, the, d- the dude from SpongeBob. Anyway. Wow. All right then. Yeah, this movie was a fucking clusterfuck. Please. Was this a free rental? I don't know. If it's not a free rental, dude, I'll pay for it. You hit me up. I'll send you a couple bucks. It's no, a- he
1: will not. He does not have the money for
0: bullshit. that. Bullshit. Any, okay, anybody who listens to this and wants to watch Thirst, hit me up on my DM on Frightmares, and I will literally shoot you. $4 across Messenger for this movie. Seriously. Wow. Yeah, seriously. I'm not even kidding. Hit me up on Frightmare's DM. I will send you $4 to watch this movie because it is only on Prime unless you're going to sail the seven seas, yo-ho-ho, Pirate Bay style. Um, I will literally send you $4 to watch this movie. So get at me. Yeah, I'm not fucking around. I need people to see this. Whatever the fuck this movie was. Because, oh my God, we didn't even get into this. You have. Because we said we weren't going to get into this film. uh, Fine, fine. There is a juxtaposition on vampires on a good vampire and a bad vampire. And I won't tell you who was what, but they get into some shit on like, no, we need to just find blood and just do do it it normally. And the other one's just like, no, I'm going to kill everyone. So.
1: (sighs) But no spoilers.
0: See, then what are we? What? Look at that right there. What are
1: we? Anyway.
0: Oh, my God. Last film. I'm having too much fun. My favorite film. Uh can I say
1: it? Didn't want to watch. No, I get to do this one.
0: You no, motherfucker! You don't get to do this one.
1: Fine, talk about it by yourself.
0: Uh, all right, fine. What's it called? What is it? It's uh, what we. Uh, there it is. Got it. Oh, it's not from then. Okay. Oh my god, it's six years old. Wow. Are you really not going to talk? You're giving me the middle finger. What is wrong with you? Fine, whatever. I'm going to talk about this last vampire movie that we're going to do. It's called What We Do in the Shadows. Literally, the honestly, the best vampire movie. Okay, besides Dracula. That has ever been made. Dracula is fucking amazing. We talked about that last year. Oh, yeah. Fucking, yeah. Making fucking jerk off connotations to me. Jerk. Anyways, so I love this movie because it's a uh, it's like a mockumentary style of vampires all living in one central house. You have Peter, who's like 900-something years old. Then you have – God, excuse me. You have Vladis, Vladislav, who is Jermaine Clement, who if you don't know who Jermaine Clement is, I mean – What's your fucking problem? He was in Dinner for Schmucks. He was, he was in Men in Black 3. He was in Moana. He played Tomatoa. Um, he's been in plenty of things. I mean, come on. The guy is a great. And then you have Taika Waititi, who is Viago. I mean, Taika Waititi has done Thor Ragnarok. He directed it. He, he also starred in it. He did Jojo Rabbit. He did plenty of other things in his career. And he's fucking hysterical in it. You have Johnny Brug as Deacon. Now, I don't know who Johnny Brug is besides this movie. Okay, so he is in... Wait, what do we doing? What is this? What we do in the Shadows from 2005? What? What is this? Baby, what is this? Probably a short. Oh, my God. Wow, it took...
1: Yeah, almost it's twenty-seven
0: ten, minutes. It almost it. Wow! It took almost ten years for that to take off. Um, yeah, he's been in other New Zealandy things that I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. And then you have <laughs> fucking Nick. <laughs> Nick, the IT guy. Oh, he's been in. He's been in things. So yeah. So you have these. Uh, you have these uh, three vampires, or well, technically four vampires that are living in this house. Peter is the oh, what? What? Nick, fucking talk. He, like, let's go. Come Nick's on. the guy
1: they turned into a vampire. Stu is the IT guy. What? Stu is the guy who does IT. Oh, my you God. You can literally
0: tell because. Oh, God. I thought that was fucking Nick. He looks so different. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, because um, Stu's real name is Stu. He wasn't even supposed to be in the film.
0: Yeah, and he, doesn't, he literally doesn't even have an IMDb page. He just, this is him. Stu, what has he done? Oh, oh, he's done other things. Oh, wow. Oh, he was, what the fuck? He was in the, okay, we have to find this 2005 What We Do in the Shadows short. We've got to find this. Because that's interesting. That's something that, that was nine years before the actual premiere of this movie that all the same, interesting. Oh, my God. Look at this. Look at this. Look, we're wolves. Stu. Oh, my God. Are they fucking doing a like wo- like swear wolves, sequel? Click it. Oh my god! So if you if you watch we we uh, what we do in the shadows, they you know the, the vampires run into this you know the werewolf group who is led by um, the fucking guy who was in yes man. Go back and check. Okay, hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, werewolves. Oh. He's also the. Um, oh my god! Fucking Jermaine Clement and Taiki. Oh my god! Is this really happening? Werewolves. Bruh, I'm sorry. I'm freaking out. Right there. That's him. That's him. Cohen Holloway. He, that's no, not him that's at all. Not, that's, whoa. That's, that's a not,
1: big picture of that guy's face, though. So let's back out. Let's back out. Let's back
0: out. Let's back out. We're backing out. We're backing out. Okay, let's see here. It was the fucking Peter. <laughs> Peter. Wow. He looks interesting. Not seeing. <laughs> that's Peter. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes, he was wearing makeup. Holy oh, he's shit. in 30 Days a Night. He was in Ash vs. Evil Dead, too. Oh, interesting. All right. Let's go back and find the guy who was in. That's not what the, I want to
1: do.
0: He's the leader manager of.
1: Manager for um, the Flight of the
0: Concords. Oh, okay. No, that's the guy
1: from Black Sheep.
0: No, it's the fucking guy. Wow. <laughs> Adolf is, wow. Well,
1: that was archival footage.
0: That I mean, was legit footage of Hitler. Yeah. Of Are you it was. shitting me? Wow. The fuck was that guy's name? He's Reese Darby. There he is, right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anton. He was Anton. Yes. This guy. He is the he he's he's the um holy shit. He was born. Alpha. He was born one day before me and. 26 years earlier um yeah he's the alpha of the werewolves oh god i wish he was in the uh that new thing that, yeah see he was in yes man yeah that's where i know him from he was in yes man he was he was carl's boss in yes man
1: which by the way considering that you like him and you like what we do in the shadows i feel like you should watch flight of the concords i mean i'll watch any I movie. Own once. Season one.
0: i mean that is his best known for so yeah,
1: he's hysterical in it that's why
0: Reason. and it,
1: jermaine clemens in it
0: He's Darby. Dude, New Zealand horror is probably, or no, sorry, New Zealand humor, excuse me, is probably one of my favorite types of humor. They're fucking hilarious there. I love every, like, you know, dude, Black Sheep, hilarious comedy. This one, hilarious comedy. Like, I loved, I love New Zealand's, like, humor. I, I really need to see more of that style. Let's see what we got here. What is this? What is this? Yeah, there he is right there. Look at that. Boom. Whatever that whatever that shit is, Rees Darby. Got to get more on his wavelength of what he's doing. Um, God, where was I? You totally distracted me on what I was talking you about. You are
1: talking about the movie.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, what we do in the shadows. So yeah, it follows around um, four vampires, and it's a mockumentary style of their life, and it's hilarious because Tika Waititi at the beginning of the movie kind of just uh he does that thing where he like pops out of the fucking casket. And it's funny because I remember the first time you wanted to show me this, I was like, "Ah, eh, this is going to be dumb. I don't want to watch this. And I literally was cracking up when he rose out of his, you know, his coffin, whatever you want to call it. I was like, oh, that's funny. And then the rest of the movie happened and I, I could not contain myself. This is one of my favorite movies that has ever been made. Yeah, so thank you. Thank reason. you. You're welcome. It's fucking hilarious. It's absolutely hysterical. It follows them around doing absolute shenanigans. You know, you have Jermaine Clements, uh, Clement who can't make the faces right, you know, so he can transform into anything you ever want, but he can't actually get the faces right of what he's transforming into. So if he transforms into a cat, he's still going to have his own face <laughs> on the cat, and it's fucking hysterical. Can you get involved on this conversation because I'm carrying this and you're on your phone and it's killing me. Oh, I was just seeing what involved. it had on Letterbox. Just get involved. It it's got a 3.7 on Letterbox. It's got a 4.1. Holy shit. That's well deserving.
1: Yes, it is. Um what I think works with the humor is um there's this balance between them acting like, "Oh, we're young and cool," but they're clearly completely out of touch with the times. They don't, they dress from the eras they're from. They don't dress um, modern. And um, when someone starts explaining technology to them, they're like, "Minds are blown" because they're like, "We can't see ourselves, so we've been drawing pictures of each other to see what we have." And someone's like, "Here's a camera," and they're like oh, shit, now we know what we look like.
0: Well, that's what I love about Stu is he introduces the camera, and they start taking pictures. Like, you know, you have Vladislav who takes pictures of himself, all the time, he's like just taking pictures, taking pictures, and you're like, yeah, that's how you can actually, you know, see yourself.
1: Yeah, and it's just amusing because they've got their little, they even um, make a little joke um, in reference to Lost Boys. That's right. <laughs> Do you want to share that? No,
0: no, 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 go ahead. You, you, you came up with this. You share it, please.
1: Um... Well, they came up with it. I just remembered it. No, I- um, <laughs> So they had a bit in Lost Boys where they're like, oh, um, do you want some rice? Oh, you're eating maggots. They're like, do you want some noodles? They're worms. And like they play mind games. And so um, later in the film, they are and one point in this film, they have um, guests over and they're like, oh, do you like biscotti? And they're like, and the guy's like, yeah, I usually like to eat it. Hot, but sure, yeah, I like. Because spaghetti. They, just,
0: they just dump out a can of like spaghettios. And they don't or whatever. eat it up
1: at all, and they're like, like oh, "Here you go." Like, oh, you're eating worms, and they freak out, and they're like, "Well, we got that from Lost Boys."
0: <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. He's like, "Yeah, we got that from Lost Boys," and they're like, uh, uh, "And I was like, holy shit! I thought you were just joking when they said that." No they, literally no, they literally
1: say it. It's a line. Say
0: that line. So that was fucking hilarious. Um, I love that part in that movie. No, I gave this a four and a half. I gave it a five. Oh, wow. Peak cinema.
1: I mean, I have no problems with this film.
0: The only problems I have with this film is it, the, the humor kind of like, okay, so the humor is great, but then like in the in the middle part of it, it kind of dies out and it gets kind of stale in the middle. But like the beginning and the ending are fucking fantastic. There's there's just a little bit in the middle where I'm like, eh, okay, the humor is not too great in this movie. But I mean, still, for me, a four and a half is a masterpiece and I feel like... I mean, who else has done a mockumentary on, like, vampires?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Nobody. So this movie is fucking hilarious. Plus, it, like I said, it has that New Zealand kind of humor. And y- you will laugh from beginning to end on this movie. It's just fucking absolutely hysterical. Mm-hmm. We're werewolves, not swearwolves.
1: We need that on a shirt.
0: I have that on a shirt in my closet. You want to oh see? Oh, yeah,
1: it? that's right, right. Yeah. I remember you got that. Yeah, you can
0: get that from, I think it's, cavity colors i don't know cavity colors terror threads or fright rags i have i have i buy so many of their shirts i can't remember but yeah there's literally one that says we're werewolves not swearwolves. wolves I, I can look if you want me to i'll do it okay so well, talk. No, not
1: now don't look at no don't look at the closet uh, we have other things it it's,
0: is it's right at the it's front though. it's right at the front do you want to play trivia it's yeah go ahead read it off
1: no 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 no
0: no no you either look at the shirt or we play trivia no we're playing you read me a question i'll listen
1: I don't like him very much. Um, in the sixth sense, what is the profession of the protagonist played by Bruce Willis?
0: Um, uh, He's dead. His job. Oh, he's a psychologist. What kind? Um, it, there's different types of psychologists. What
1: does he specialize in? He works with...
0: Is he, like, a mental psychologist? I
1: don't know. I'm just, I'm going to give it to you, but it's child psychologist.
0: Holy crap. Is that a child psychologist? Yeah, what? Oh, yeah. there we go. I got one. By yeah. the way, uh, Cavity Colors sells the, it's, oh, we're, we're, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. So, cavitycolors.com, go check them out. Go ahead and buy that shirt. Um, what did you ask me? There it is. Boom. Okay. So. <sighs> Gotta reset. Oh, it's upside down. Ugh, gross. Oh, no. Purple is taken. Oh, man. I guess I get to pick whatever I want to pick. Oh, no. Shocking. In The Invisible Man, 1933, what allows police to discern the location of The Invisible Man? His footprints, his shadow, or his breath? Footprints. Fuck you. I fucking hate you. Well, that was... A lot. I'm just kidding. I love you, but I also hate you. So go ahead. One to one. It's your turn to roll the fucking dice. Well, give me the fucking dice. God. Eh. Blue.
1: Oh, that's been selected. (laughs) Oh, Oh, there's one about the reanimator. Won't be reading that.
0: Oh, come on. Come on.
1: In Deep Red, 1975, during what holiday does the murder and the drawing of the screaming child take place?
0: What holiday? Yeah. Christmas.
1: Damn, nice.
0: Boo!
1: <laughs> Are you serious?
0: Oh, hell yeah. Go two hard. to two.
1: I am indeed impressed. Two to two. Oh, shit.
0: Well, it was going to be Christmas or uh, New Year's, but I was like, fuck it. Let's go Christmas. Dead true. Uh, orange. Pardon me while I read this. Um, The Ring, 2002, is a remake of a film from what country? China, Korea, or Japan? Switzerland. No, Japan. (laughs) Kill you. Two to two. All right. Here I can go for the win. We're tied up. Come on. Uh, No. I have to roll. I know. Green. Green.
1: If it makes you feel better, you're going to win.
0: Okay. I don't think so, but all right.
1: The vengeful spirit in Juan has what color hair? Black? Yeah. Boom! Yeah, you won. You did Boom! it.
0: Boom! Oh, look at that! Trivia. So quick. Oh my God. Where is my paper that shows that I won? I don't know what happened to my paper. It went away. I got to mark it down. Oh, son of a bitch. Wow, I won. Oh, my God. I, I, I beat you in trivia, not like in life. I
1: You did drop a phone on my face yesterday.
0: Shut up. I didn't mean to. This woman, man. Do things unintentionally and she'll hold them against you forever. Forever. No, I freaking won. Oh, wow. That still works even though it's closed. Interesting. You
1: literally talked about this on another episode. Oh. Uh,
0: well, I hope you en- <laughs> hope you enjoyed our uh, terribly short episode of Vampire Movies and mostly HHN, which I feel like we should just have an HHN podcast at this point because we can go on that subject for way longer than I thought we ever could. I mean, more than half of this episode was HHN involved.
1: Well, to be fair, it is easy when we want to complain about people complaining.
0: That's true. (laughs) I don't ever complain. I just complain about people complaining. (laughs) Fucking facts. Um, Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm not sure at this point in time when we will be back. I don't know. I want to do do the zombie episode like this weekend or next, you know, like I want to, I just. But realistically, we
1: also have to be able to take breaks. We're working from home. I know. And then. Pretty much doing this in between, like, we we have to be able to take mental breaks. And
0: working from home is apparently much more stressful than working at work. I thought working from home was going to be a breeze. It was going to be super fucking simple and whatever. It's not. So, ideally, we will be back next week with the zombie episode. But if we're not, do not hold it against us.
1: We'll be back the week after that.
0: I mean, no matter what, we're doing the 420 episode. That's happening. We're going to do stoner fucking horror, and it's happening. Oh, my. That has to happen. So no matter what, you will get an episode. Let me check my dates here real quick. I think it should be like 417-ish, whatever that Friday is. Yes. So no matter what, Frightmares will be back with a stoner horror episode on 417 for sure. I just don't know if we're gonna be back on the tenth with an episode. I think I think I need like a break. I think I need like a week break. You know what I mean? Yes, to
1: recover, recover because and,
0: and to take care of our house. Because it's only me and you. I, I'm I can't inv- I can't invite somebody else into this household with Especially all the bullshit. Especially since we're on
1: lockdown, so we're not
0: legally allowed to. It's it's the world is in chaos. So, like I said, there will be a 420 episode. Um. And but beyond that, I don't know what we're gonna do. So you know, just stay tuned. You know, follow us on the on the Facebook page. Follow us on the on the Instagram page. We are Frightmares Podcast on Facebook. We are Frightmares Pod on uh, Instagram and Twitter. So please, please, please. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. We're Frightmares Podcast on Instagram. I can never remember what we are where. Frightmares Podcast, Facebook, Frightmares Podcast, Instagram, Frightmares Pod uh, on Twitter. So go follow us. Stay tuned on what we're doing. And you know what, guys? Until then, uh, just stay fucking spooky. And stay safe. And stay spooky. And stay safe. But more importantly, stay spooky.
1: Social distancing. And is so
0: social distancely spooky.
1: Be spooky in your own space.
0: <laughs> I love you all. Goodbye.